Yea, proclaiming Jesus as Lord, living a life before those around about, even those that are dead, yea, shall rise up. They'll grasp those things that you say. For it is a time when my body shall come together. It is a time when the outpouring shall increase. And it is a time when the life of God shall be known by all men. So stretch forth thy hand, stretch forth thy word. Yea, even speak what you expect to happen. As you do, yea, the Spirit of grace shall be glorified. He'll lift up your master. And even then shall many see and run to the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. So exhort, comfort, and encourage those round about you, saith the Spirit of grace. Don't let them run along as if they're the only one in this race. But comfort, exhort, and encourage those who want to walk by faith. For yea, as they walk by faith, yes, the enemy shall come in and try to destroy that which they have heard. But if you will take them under your wings, and if you will personally undergird, yea, not one shall be lost, and not one shall be wounded. But yea, my people shall come forth. They shall come forth with that sound of victory that I have proclaimed them to be. For yea, they shall say, Fear not, fear not, just as the prophetess has said before. Yea, so think not, think not that things are going to be like they were back then, but oh, listen, 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 listen to the rushing mighty wind. For yea, it shall rush across you, and the rain shall begin to fall. And no, there won't be anything to compare this to at all. Praise God. <laughs> Holy Father, in Jesus' mighty name, this morning as we break the bread of life, we're excited in our hearts. We're excited about what you're doing in our midst, what you're doing in our nation, and what you're doing globally. We thank you right now. We're expecting great and mighty things in the Spirit. We're expecting revelation in your Word. We're expecting that the Word of God shall explode upon the scene and men and women shall rise to their potentials and God will be glorified. Father, this morning we thank you that every heart has come prepared to receive the Word of God, not only to hear it, but to do it and put it into practice. So, Father, we've determined this day that we will receive it and glorify our Master. In Jesus' mighty name, and everyone shout it. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Turn with me this morning to 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise ye the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. 2 Thessalonians, second chapter, and the 13th verse. But we are bound to give thanks always to God for you, brethren, beloved of the Lord. How many of you know you as beloved of the Lord? Because God hath from the beginning chose you 
to salvation through sanctification of the Spirit and belief of the truth. Whereunto he called you by our gospel to obtain, to the obtaining of the glory of our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, brethren, stand fast and hold the traditions which you have been taught, whether by word or by letter or by epistle. Now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God, even our Father, which has loved us and has given us everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Guess what I'm going to preach on this morning? It's called grace. <laughs> and good hope through grace comfort your hearts and establish you in every good word and work. Praise God. So, I want to talk to you this morning about total restoration through the grace of God. Hallelujah. You know, we've made two or three definitions, four or five definitions of grace. But grace is simply this. When Adam fell, he took on the nature of Satan. He was spiritually dead. And therefore, because he was a man, another man had to come. One man got us into it and one man had to get us out of it. That's why your master will always be a man. One mediator between God and man, the man, Christ Jesus. So grace is simply this. God taking the responsibility for Adam's failure. God taking the responsibility just like it was his fault and restoring man back to favor and sonship just like Adam had before he failed. That's called grace. You are totally restorated. You have received total restoration. You are at the place you are, even as it says about the Lord Jesus Christ, as he is, so are you now in this world. How, whatever state, whatever favor, whatever sonship he has, he is the vine, you are the branch, praise God. He said when we see him, we're going to be surprised because as he is, you'll be like him. You'll be like him. See, if you ever get to thinking in your head of what grace is and what Jesus has already did for you in the death, burial, and the resurrection, what is already set down to your account, what's yours right this minute, not one of these days, but right now, the minute you got born again, all rights, all restoration, blessed be God, you're in the state now as Adam was before he ever sinned. The man you are right now has never been a sinner. <laughs> never been a sinner. If you're born again, you've never been a sinner. The old man you was was connected to sin. You're connected to Jesus. You are the body of Christ. You have been restored to the same identical place that God had Adam in the beginning. 
In the beginning, God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Let them have dominion. Built into Adam was the dominion of Almighty God. The life of God, he put it into Adam. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, when you got born again, you was lifted up out of a horrible pit and you were set on a solid rock. Hallelujah. When you got born again, now God lifted you up to sit together in heavenly places in the Messiah. You have died and your old life is gone and now your life is hid with Christ in God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise God. Let me read you another translation or two of this, uh, this uh, passage in 2 Thessalonians. Translator's New Testament says, May our Lord Jesus Christ Himself and God our Father, who showed us such love and in His kindness gave us such lasting encouragement. <laughs> Have you got any lasting encouragement? Encouragement too. You got any of it? Lasting encouragement. I mean, this thing's going to last. It isn't just one little old dog. Well, when I got saved, I felt really a relief. No, bless God, I got permanent help. I got permanent encouragement. Hallelujah. What I got in my spirit will outlast eternity, praise God. It is forever. Glory to God. Glory to God. I got total restoration, praise God. Glory to God. Gave us such lasting encouragement and good hope. Encourage. See, he wants to encourage. Strengthen you in every good deed and word. Talked to a young man this morning from another state. And he said, you know, when I was growing up in Sunday school and in, in church behind the pulpit, they had a big eye, a single eye, like God's a cyclops or something, you know. He's one-eyed. You understand what I'm saying? And under that, he said, God sees everything you do. He's looking at you. He's watching you. He's sure watching you. He's watching you where he can encourage you. Everlastingly. He's not watching you to get you about something. See, if you live under, under the threat of someone going to get you about everything you do wrong, then I'll tell you what, you're a failure looking for a place to happen and looking for God to get you. But when you understand this, God is in the business of encouraging you. Hallelujah. Failure does not bother God like it bothers preachers. Are you listening? Failure ain't going to, that don't bother God. If he thought it was going to bother him, he'd have never put 1 John 1, 9 in there for cook. See? Hallelujah. I borrowed one of his Bibles one day, and I looked over there, and he'd done used it clean off the page. Wasn't even there. He'd done used it up. It seemed like he's finally coming to the top a little bit. You know, a little bit. I'm not going to brag too much on it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Someone got an eye on you to get you. You can't live like that. You know, you can't live with some old grouchy woman all the time finding your fault. 
You can't live with some old grouchy man finding your faults all the time. If you dog your kids and find fault, find fault, they'll be fault finders theirself and they'll get someone just like you when they get married. A full blood rested grouch. Amen. Hallelujah. I had an auntie that was the best, you know, in this part of the country, Arkansas, Louisiana, and Mississippi, three states. She is the best grouch it was. She She's always mad. She's always looking at something like that. And she, her lip done got where it's wrinkled up, looked like Cornelius on the Planet of the Apes. You ever, you ever seen her old lip done? She just stayed mad all the time, you know. She is always. She called my wife one morning. Said you. I mean, she's she's continually. Said you remember what I was mad about the other day? She done forgot. She wasn't happy unless she is mad. See. A lot of folks think God's like that. That He's waiting, just waiting on you to mess up, just waiting for something. God's waiting on you to restore you. He's waiting on you to understand the good word of Almighty God in word and deed, praise God, what he's done. Paul said the whole world's going to be uh, judged by my gospel. My gospel. What's his gospel? That Jesus Christ was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring the world to favor with himself. That's called the grace of Almighty God. God's not mad at you. God's not looking to get you for anything. Even when you failed a thousand times, you can 1 John 1, 9, you can plead the fifth. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Would you like for me to read Cotton Patch translation of that? Amen. Now, my brethren, whom the Lord loves, you know, we can stop right there. We can go home. We, we done found out. He loves us. Amen. I mean, he's crazy about us. Unconditional love. He ain't going to love us till we mess up. Say, well, I love you as long as you do right. No. I know some folks ain't going to do right. <laughs> now, that wouldn't be me. But I do know a fellow. <laughs> <You know? laughs> now, my brethren, whom the Lord loves, we should be forever grateful to God for you because God chose you by the dedication of your spirit and your trust of the truth. Now, listen to this. I like Cotton Patch, what he said. Why did he choose you out? To lead the freedom parade. To lead the freedom parade. To lead the parade. Someone's going to have to lead a parade in this and lead some of them out of captivity and out of bondage and out of condemnation. Say, blessed be God. I've got Almighty God living on the inside of me. I've been restored. Bless God. And just follow me on out. Praise God. Hallelujah. Follow me out. You don't have to live like that anymore. You don't have to do it. You don't have to worry about whether God likes you. He don't just like you. He loves you. Hallelujah. And the little fella grew. He's plenty smart. God liked him. God likes you. God likes you. 
Beloved, whom the Lord loves. Whom the Lord loves. Glory to God. Shows you out and your trust in the truth to lead the freedom parade. Blow the horn, Felton. Blow the horn. Hallelujah. Come on. 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 Hallelujah. 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 Go ye out into all the world and tell them good news. Not God's going to get you for that. Doodle, doodle, do. Amen. Not God's looking for every mistake you made. He ain't interested in your mistake. He's interested in one thing, you keeping it straight and pressing on towards the mark. You can fail every day. He ain't worried about failure. He's worried about you quitting and being ignorant of his word. See, when you understand grace, you'll press on towards the mark because God likes me. He calls me his beloved. Hallelujah. If I mess up, he's quick to forgive. Hallelujah. Time I say, oh, it's gone. See, when I got saved, a friend of mine was a deacon in a certain church, run a gas station. I went by there and I told him, I said, I got saved yesterday. He said, oh, hallelujah. That's wonderful. God wiped your slate clean. If he wiped it clean, I still got a slate. How many of you know he closed your account book and nailed it to the cross? You don't even have an account with him. He don't have any account. You don't have an account with him. Huh? Huh? You don't have an account book. Where's he going to write it down at? Huh? You don't have an account book. Yeah, but I failed. Well, shut up about it. Bless God and Satan won't even know. Well, I know what I feel so bad. Well, confess it and head on towards the mark. Don't hang around that. You've been totally restored to the place Adam was before he ever heard the word sin. You can walk and talk in the cool of the day with Almighty God. Hallelujah. You can come boldly to the throne of grace anytime you want to. And what can I do? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I'm so... Unworthy. Now, see, you, you've misunderstood grace. You've been restored. You've been lifted up. Huh? Humble yourself before the mighty hand of God, and he'll make you great. Read that translation, a deaf translation. Stand up and read it loud. Where to get on this, on this tape recorder. James 4, it says to, uh, Be humble before the Lord, and he will make you great. Be humble before the Lord and he'll make you great. Humble yourself. You ain't some kind of hot shot because of what you did. You're a hot shot because of what Jesus did. You it. You've been restored to sonship. As he is, so are you in this world. Even as he is righteous, so are you righteous. You have been made the very righteousness of Almighty God. You know what that means? You're in right standing with God. 
You think if you said boo wrong, it's going you, your righteousness go. You're a righteous being. You've been made righteous. You're not robed with righteousness, and you can take it off. And if you mess up, God will take your clothes. He's not interested in your laundry. It ain't your laundry that's righteous. It is your being. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It ain't what you put on or put off. It's what God put on and what God took off. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Grace, grace, grace. Grace, grace, grace. Hallelujah. God took responsibility for Adam's fall and restored us back to the very favor and sonship and honor that Adam had. You're my man in the earth. Why did he save you by his grace? Paul said he called me by his grace. Called me by his grace. What? Lead to freedom parade? <laughs> Tell him, folks. You know, it's more Christians in bondage than they are. They are heathens. Do you know that? In bondage. To what? Wrong teaching. Wrong thinking. Amen. You get your thinking right like this and you don't have any trouble believing God. Faith's a simple thing. Amen. You read the rest of Cotton Patch. To lead freedom, to lead the freedom parade. He also called you through our preaching to be an ornament of our Lord Jesus Christ. To be an ornament. What are you talking about, ornament? A light set on a hill. That's my man. That's my man. That's my man. That's my God man right there. God wants to be proud of you. He ain't proud of nobody. Just if, You know, he loves them, but he ain't proud of people that thinks they're a nobody. He wants you to know you're something special, that you're the best he's got. You were created in Christ Jesus. I mean, when he made Christ, he made you. When he gave life to Christ, he gave life to you. Hallelujah. Whatever's in him's in you. He's the vine. You are the branch. Your old life is dead. It's gone. It does not exist. And your new life is hid with Christ in God. Amen. Where are you located? In full, full God Street. Where are you living at? I'm living over there on God Street. Amen. Where is that at? In God. Yeah. Wherever I am, God is. When I walk, God walks. See, if you think like that, you'll get something done for God. You can lead them out. Come on. Come on, I got something. I got something called the anointing of God, the healing power of God. I got the delivering power of God. It's dwelling in me today. How come? Because God called me by His grace. Praise the Lord. To be an ornament. So then, brothers, stand your ground. Sink your teeth into the lessons we taught you, both orally and by letter. Now listen to this. And may our Lord Jesus Christ personally and God our Father who by His grace loved us and gave us a charge that's out of this world. You've got something from another world living on the inside of you. That same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead, if it dwell in your mortal physical body, it'll make it alive. Well, I know I'm saved. Yeah, get your head thinking wh wh what's right, and it'll stop blocking your divine healing. It'll stop blocking your 
your uh, divine blessings. It'll stop blocking your folks from coming in. You'll quit dogging them out every time they don't come to church. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. This grace is God's been. This grace is all God's doings. You didn't have nothing to do with it. He restored you to favor just because he liked you. Yeah, but sometimes I'm mad at God. I don't care. He still likes you. You ever got mad at your wife? You gonna run her off just because you got mad? Well, I want to. Yeah, but you didn't get to. <laughs> all right, now listen to him. This cotton patch translation, man, it'll make you turn, uh, uh, it'll make you act Pentecostal. <laughs> who by his grace loved us and gave us a charge that's out of this world. And who provided, listen to it, and who provided us a solid footing. Jump and shouting ain't, ain't a solid footing. Now, if all you doing is jumping and shouting and falling on the pyre and everything, you know, all these spiritual things, all that's good, but you better have it based on God's Word. That's that solid foot, see. Hallelujah. Listen to this. Woo! Glory to God. Gave us a charge that's out of this world. I got me a charge. I mean, I'm hooked up to heaven. Praise God. Who provided us a solid footing. May he charge your hearts and pep you up in every good deed and word. That's revival. That's revival. Pep you up. You can get pepped up because you saw God do something. You can get pepped up because you felt the Spirit of God. You can get pepped up because you fell under the pyre. You can get pepped up because you got healed. You can get pepped up in a good Holy Ghost meeting and the praise fall and the glory fall. Thank God for all that. But when you get pepped up on the Word of Almighty God and every word and deed, I'm telling you, it's lasting. It's lasting. Everlasting redemption has come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want me to read that one more time? Praise God. Hallelujah. Gave you a charge that's out of this world who provided us with a solid footing. May he charge your heart and pep you up in every good deed and word. So you need to get excited about the word. Woo, glory. I got nine goosebumps. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. I got the goosebump. I got the goosebump. How many of you know the Holy Ghost ain't head of the goosebump department? Huh? That ain't God's deal. Just goosebumps, hot flashes. I know something about them. <laughs> and I don't believe them Holy Ghost either. Some of them. Amen. Pep you up. See, pep you up in every good deed and word. Get excited about the word. Bless God. God restored me to favor. God restored me and totally gave me restoration. I'm restored as high as you can get. I've been raised up to sit together in heavenly places. I'm not some peon down here. God raised me up. 
Well, you think you're some kind of hot shot? I sure do. I sure do. What makes you think that? Because Jesus Christ lifted us up out of that horrible pit, lifted us up out of sin. Hallelujah. And he changed that old man that was connected to sin. He annihilated him and put a brand new man in your heart. Brand new. Never been touched by sin. You know your spirit has never been touched by sin? Well, I'm saying sensibly. I'm talking about sin nature. See, God didn't come to pay for your sins. He came to pay for your sin nature. He came to change you. Jesus said you must be born again, not just get forgiven of sins. They had that in the Old Testament. They sacrificed two turtle doves and, and, and a, a yellow hammer, you know, anything, you know. Whooping crane, you know, it does sacrifice, you know. But that didn't work. Nothing but the blood can annihilate and make you white as snow. That's all God's doing. You didn't do any of that. He took responsibility. He wasn't responsible. He gave Adam a free will. He set two trees in the garden, the tree of the life of Almighty God and the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. He set two trees. There was a, 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 a choice made. Adam chose the wrong thing. He said, has that woman done it? No, he was over that. He knew what was right. He knew what he had in his heart. See, James said the man was in, in the transgression. Everybody likes to blame the woman. And I, I like it too. <laughs> Praise the Lord. See, he said in Romans 8, 29, won't you just turn back there? Romans, the eighth chapter. Someone shout while they turn. This is something to shout about. You know, I went to a meeting one time in Louisiana. Jay Blevins was preaching, and he, pre he, he preached anywhere. We was preaching in a mortuary. And we had about 18, 20 people, and I brought 18 of them. And the mortician and his wife came. And I had worked that day, and I was tired. And very seldom, I, I mean, I'd been working, I mean hard. I went to that meeting that night, and the glory fell. And folks falling all around me, and I did not feel one goosebump. But what that guy preached got me excited in my heart. I mean, I didn't have not a goosebump. I didn't fall. I mean, the song leader's up singing, bless God, bam, she fell out. People all around me in the, in the pews and everything fell out under the power of God. He didn't even touch nothing. The glory of God fell. Didn't fall on me. What he preached fell on me. What he preached, the Word of God, pepped me up and excited me. And when I left there, I was more excited than them It fell. I was more excited. So I know something about the Word of God. If you'll always get excited about what God's doing instead of what you're seeing out here and depend on the Word of Almighty God, what God has said in His Word. He said, I taught you this orally and I sent you a letter about it. Take hold and you'll be on the solid footing. He said, it'll pep you up. Get you excited. Hallelujah. I know the first time I ever found righteousness in the Bible. Man, I done found righteousness. 
I thought ain't nobody knows this. See, I done went to run around with some Pentecostal folk, and they were talking about how unworthy we was, you know. And we're not this, and we're not that. God's not pleased. See, that ain't what I found in the Bible. God said he is personally present in Christ Jesus. Cotton Patch said, hugging the world to himself. He ain't even mad at nobody. God's not mad at anybody. God never spoke to anyone's heart and told them to told a sign about abortion. Never one time did he ever tell anybody to do that. Why? Because God loves them poor little kids that's got in trouble. You can't help someone against them. Are you listening? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You find Romans, the 8th chapter, 29th verse. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate. To what? To be conformed to the image of his Son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he called. Whom he called, them he justified. Whom he justified, them he also glorified. Can you say amen? Now, I don't know anything else he can do for you. He's done, done all he needs to do for you. Now, you need to find out what he said. Get it implanted in your spirit because when you get it in your spirit and it goes off in there and it excites you and peps you up, it will renew your thinking and your mind will not stop the power of God from working. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Turn over to Galatians, the first chapter. 2 Corinthians, Galatians. First chapter. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. See, God wants us to be an ornament, a revelation of Jesus Christ. You ever read in Ephesians 5.30 where he said, you're bone of his bone and flesh of his flesh? See, he wants you to reveal, he wants you to lead a parade. Celebrate. Ain't nobody going to follow sad sack. Huh? How, how's everything? Well, you know, we have such a hard time, us Christians. Well, you know, Lord, I don't know if we'll make it through. I hope so. Well, ain't nobody wants to follow any of that. They got enough problems without bringing yours into their home. Did I hear an amen? Hallelujah. Well, what are we going to do? Find out what God said. Build it into your heart. If you build it in there, it will renew your mind and you'll get to thinking like God thinks. Renewed in the spirit of your mind. Galatians, the first chapter, 15th verse. said, When it pleased God who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by His grace. Why did He call you by His grace? to reveal his son in me. What did he call you? What's his grace business for? Why did he call you by his grace? To lead a parade. Hallelujah. What are you doing? I'm leading a parade. Praise God. Let's go. Blow a trumpet in Zion. Sound the alarm. 
Hallelujah. It's time for Christians to rise up and take hold to the word of the living God and carry people out by the droves. Come on, come on, come on. We got a good God. God loves you and he's restored you back to favor with himself. Hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What is this grace? Oh, God likes you. You're a favorite with God. He wants to show you kindness. He wants to show you unconditional love. You know what kind is unconditional? If you messed up, I'm going to still keep you. My wife's messed up. You know, but I'm going to keep her, Hudson. You know, I'm... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. She don't do everything to suit me. And you don't see her come up here and I've uncrossed her eyes. You don't see that. How come? God told me one time. I said, you know that woman you give me? See, I didn't know much about the Word of God. Man, and I'm telling you, we, we told one another, we told one another, now we're going to watch one another's mouth. We'd heard two, two tapes by Kenneth Copeland about confession. We watching our mouth, watching our mouth. What come out of our mouth? And everything come out of our mouth, she's down in me. I mean everything. Everything I say, man, it is... You know, before I got saved, I just said anything that come to my mind, and my mind wasn't raised in the book. And I didn't say anything. You understand that? And I didn't say anything. Well, I'm watching it. I'm watching I'm trying to get it lined up with the Word of God. But until you learn the Word of God, you can't, from the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. If you ain't into that Word, you're going to talk that trash. It looked like I'm the only one. I went before the Lord one time, and I said... I'm, you know, I'm about sick of that, that woman you give me. Every time I look around, here she is with that. I said, man, it's done made me warm. I said, that, he said, I said, you know, I read, you know, when it talked about the daughters of Abraham, he said, she's my daughter. I did not want to hear that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. You know what that means? Hey, Jack, that means you're a daughter of God. Son, and somebody better have respect for God's daughter. Someone better treat his daughters right. Let me tell you something. If I had a little girl and you don't treat her right, you married her and you hit her on the head, guess who's the first one going to come see you? Me. Me. And I ain't going to come... Oh, that's all right. You know, we have to work through our problem. I'm going to work through your problem. <laughs> amen. You can say amen. amen. I tell you what, if some of these men would be men, he'd stop some of that stuff too. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah, she's a daughter of Abraham. He said, she's my daughter. That means you're a daughter of God. You've been restored to the family. Hallelujah. Restoration. Praise God. What did he do that for? He called me by his grace to reveal his son in me.
me read you another translation. Barclay chose to reveal his son to me and through me to others. 20th century said to reveal his son within me so that I might tell the good news. Come on, come on, come on. Let's have a party. Hallelujah. Let's celebrate. God's for you. Let's celebrate. God has restored you to favor and honor and kindness and unconditional love. Hallelujah. Here you've been totally restored. Yeah, but I failed. I ain't interested in that. I tell folks all the time, when you do something wrong, don't run around telling everybody. Well, when I first come around Pentecostal people, they get up and have testimony to me. Instead of testifying about God, they testify about what the devil's been doing all week to them. How bad it is. One girl got up and she said, ah, 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 Preacher's daughter. Ah, she said, The devil has been cold trailing me all week. Nothing. Went to sniffing and crying and said, Oh, bless his holy name. I know they misplaced his holy name, didn't it? Oh, she hollered like a panther. See, I knew she'd been around coon hunters. She knew about them cold trailing them, see? She'd do that. And she, every now and then she'd, oh, and she'd get like that. And she, she'd holler, ah! Oh, so sometimes I'm feeling so hot breath on me right now. Ah! She'd holler. Won't you turn on him? Won't you turn on him? He's under your feet. Won't you turn on him? <laughs> and they give testimonies. Oh, this and get up and tell how the devil had eat them alive that week, cold rain and all this, and this other one to get up, man, and oh my God, they testify and try to top that one. Oh, it's worse than that. Oh, man, he put a whole pack on me. Oh, he's waiting at the pass. He headed me off. Oh, my God. See? Telling all that. When you're going through something, shut up. Don't tell a soul. Don't tell anybody. If you do, you ain't in faith. You want sympathy. This ain't a book of sympathy. This is a book of hope. Hallelujah. And your faith can give substance to it, make it real in your life. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Well, glory. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. New life. New life in God. God himself living on the inside of you. Praise God. God, men, God called us by His grace. Praise God. Praise God. Romans 4.25 said he's, he, had, he raised Him for our justification. Let me read you another translation. Freedom Dynamics. He said He also declared us deserving. And then He said how? Now this Freedom Dynamics, it's just translation, expanded translation. He also declared us deserving. How many of you know, how many of you feel like you deserve it? You mean you deserve the grace of God? Yeah. How come? Because my big brother paid for it. You mean you deserve healing? Yeah. How come? My big brother paid for it. The price has been paid. I know it was the blood for me. Hallelujah. I know what it was. The blood was sprinkled on the mercy seat. God accepted that. Bless God. And I've been restored to favor and justification. And I stand before God pure and holy as if I'd never heard the word sin. 